0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. I want to start off by thanking all the veterans out there. Um, Anybody who has ever thought to protect my freedom, the freedom of people I don't know, the freedom of my loved ones, to fight for a cause greater than yourself, I wanna say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I think a lot of times when subjects get politicized, when it becomes political, many times the cross in the crosshairs get caught things or people that were never meant to be there. And the one thing that I really, really hate about the, the rep- the, 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 the ramifications from anything that has to do with a, um, anthem protest, is that people somehow were able to flip or twist and manipulate that into thinking that people having an issue with the way in which the country is being run somehow have an issue with the people who protect that that country. Understand this, I know that veterans don't make policy, that people who protect this country and our armed forces they don't make policy. They just do what they're told because that's their job. Their job is not to question why. Their job is just to do or die. I heard that somewhere. And I take that in I take that into serious consideration because I don't ever want anyone to believe that my issues with the way in which this country treats my people means that I have anything to, anything against our armed services, our armed services and those who populate our armed services because many of my people um, are in the armed services. And I'm not even just talking about like family members. I mean, just my people in general. And so today I wanna wish all of the veterans out there, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever color you might be, whatever nationality you may want to represent, whatever ethnicity you are, you are all family. We know it doesn't get get done with fractures there. And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's interesting about family because teams are family and at the top of the family is the coach. For many of you that don't know, um, I don't just call myself Coach Gene Clemens. I am a coach and so therefore I have, you know, for years now been going with that moniker with coach in front of it because I am proud to be a coach. It doesn't define me. That's not the only thing that I do, but I am a coach. And through coaching, I have developed many gray hair that I probably would not have if I didn't coach. But I've also had so many like beautiful, joyous moments. I've had the opportunity to coach so many really, really good players. The first year that I ever coached, my first year ever coaching, I was able to coach Victor Cruz and Courtney Green. How many people can say in their first year coaching they coached two guys who went on to play in the NFL. Their first year. That they had some type of relationship with two guys who went on to play in the NFL. And and those guys know, and I, I'm not I'm not the guy reaching out, hey man, can you hey no 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 no. That's not what I do. That's not how I get down. I've never asked anything out of any former players that have gone on to. Um, Big time division one universities that have gone on to the NFL and there are lots. But I just want them to be successful. I never wanted to, to glean my star off of their star. And for the most part, I think if you if you were able to catch coaches in an honest moment, honest moment, most of them would feel that way. I want to be rich. I want to be rich one day. I want to be well off. I want to be wealthy. I want to be able to pass on financial stability to the next generations. Um, I know that that's probably not going to happen as a high school coach. I'm okay with that. That doesn't mean that I can't be wealthy. That doesn't mean that I can't be rich. That doesn't mean that I can't. It just means that I'm gonna to have to do that in some other way. And I'm 100% okay with that. So I'm not looking to flip my affiliations as a high school coach into trying to hold on to a player as they ascend. Once you're done with me and your time is done with me, Go on to whomever your next coach is and continue to live your life. That is how I've always felt. That's how I will continue to feel. That's just not what I do. I don't even really like going with kids on recruiting visits because I don't ever want it to be about me. I don't want to take pictures with the coaches. I want to go and talk X's and O's with the coaches. I don't want to talk, I want to take pictures. I don't want to post them on my Instagram. Hey coach, thanks for coming by. Like, I'll do that because that's the game you play in recruiting, right? Not just me getting my kids recruited, but also me trying to make sure that I can get other kids that want to come play for me. Oh man, he knows this coach. He knows that coach. So I might, if the coach comes for a recruiting visit, hey, thanks to blah, blah, blah for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, but that's not really what I'm here for. I'm happy that coach is here to recruit our kids. But I don't wanna talk about like recruiting with that, with that coach. I wanna talk about football, absolutely. So it makes me think about everything that you have to deal with when you become a head coach. And I've had the pleasure of being a head coach a few times. Sometimes it's worked out, sometimes it has not. Sometimes it's been my own fault, sometimes it has not. When I I think about the the line that you have to walk as a head coach, it's it's difficult. And people won't understand it at the high school level, but I'm gonna break it down to you like this. You don't get paid a lot of money in most places. This whole idea that high school coaches are making over $100,000, you're talking about a handful of coaches. Out of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of coaches. A handful of them make $100,000 just for coaching football. Keep in mind, most coaches still have a regular job That's a, as a teacher. I teach English and I teach journalism. So I am not all day in my classroom drawing up plays. All day in my classroom, I'm trying to get my kids to learn how to write a really good essay thesis. That's what I'm doing. And then in between times, I'm trying to do the business of football. That's the communicating with Um, administration about things that might be going on, communicating with other coaches about practice, communicating with people on the outside, supporters, trying to keep relationships great. You have to wear all of these hats at the same time, right? And none of those hats include coaching. So then when you coach, when you get to the point where you get to coach, you get to the point where you get an opportunity to do what it is you actually wanna do, to do the thing that you love, right? Once you get an opportunity to do that, you have questions and you have decisions to make. The number one question is, what is my goal? Is my goal to win? As a head coach, do I want to be the guy who's trying to win? Trying to win and win championships. Because if the answer is yes, you might not be able to stay at the place that you're at because there's no chance to win there if your op if your goal is to be the winningest coach if your goal is to win championships then you may have to give up a head coaching job that you have because that head coaching job is never going to yield you championships now that might sound weird to you but what do you mean give you got to give up your hey listen if that's your goal you have to put yourself in position to be able to attack that goal. And you can't attack that goal at a school where there are no chances to win. Now, if your if your thought process is I want to be able to develop mentor Young men, well, then you can do that in any school because wins are not the priority. But watch this. Even at those schools, you've got to make winning a priority because if you don't win and if you don't show signs that you can win, they're going to fire you. Yes, they're going to fire you from a job where you only make a few thousand dollars a year to work thousands of hours. I want y'all to let that sink in. Um, I'm a writer. I get paid to write. I make more money to sit down and write an article that might take me an hour with research, might take me a couple hours I get paid more money to sit down and write an article in the comfort of my home or at my office, whatever it might be. I get paid more money to do that than I do to spend hours upon hours upon hours a week coaching football. And I'm not bitter about it, but I'm telling you, this is the interesting thing about expectations because the fine line you have to work, you have to walk as a coach is if you are here to mentor, if you are here to, if you are here to um to 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 show young men and young women the way, to be a beacon of light, to show them that they can get out of the situations that they are in, to show them how to hustle, to show them how to be a better, um, how to be a better um, worker in society, to show them how to work better with other people, to show them how to take commands without feeling like somebody's trying to talk down to them. If your your goal is to do all of that, then you have to win games. Because if you do all of that and you don't win any games, nobody's gonna give a damn about that stuff you're doing. They'll say they will, they'll say they do, but they won't care at all. They'll say it, but the truth is, is they won't care. So when you have the when you have to make that decision that you have that you want to bench a starting player because that starting player is failing the class you have to be ready for the ramifications of that action and the ramifications are not people being mad at you the ramification is that people are going to see the product out on the field from the person that you replace that starter with. So when you go out there with a team that is not complete and you get the doors blown off of you and you say you were standing on principle, nobody's gonna know what that principle looks like. The only thing they're gonna see is the product that you put out out there on the field. So if your starter is here and your starter's backup is someplace down there that we can't even see. And that's the decision that you make in the post-game press conference. Are you gonna go out there and go, well, you know, we didn't have our starting left tackle because he couldn't pass his math class, because he wasn't passing his math class or because he was failing five out of his seven classes or because he was failing two out of his four classes. Are you going to go out in public and say that? No. Why? Because you care about the kids. You want to punish the kid, but you don't want to hurt the kid externally. So you're going to take it, right? You're going to take it. But when you take it, people are going to say that dude doesn't know what he's doing. That guy can't coach. He doesn't even have his best players playing. They're not going to investigate. They're not going to look into why you don't. They're just going to assume you're stupid. You're incompetent. We need to get our guy in here. We need to get another guy in here. So that's the fine line that you walk. Sometimes you're going to have to swallow your pride, and you're going to have to play that guy that you don't want to play because you know they don't really deserve to play, because you have to build up enough equity, you have to build up enough trust, you have to build up enough understanding, you have to win enough so that when you do bench him or a guy like him in the future, people go, well, if he didn't do what he was supposed to, then, cause we know that coach, coach knows what he's doing. Coach didn't just forget how to win, right? That's how, that's how it's got to happen. That's not how you like it. That's how it's got to happen. You're going to get fired. You keep rolling out one win and two win seasons and you're going to get fired. Depending upon the place that you work at, if you go 500, you're going to get fired. I've seen people have winning records and get fired. This is at the high school level where the coach is not making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars, where they're making a couple thousand, a few thousand. Even in the places where the coach is making a decent living to coach, what is he making, 10, 15K to coach? Still do the numbers, still run those numbers on the hours spent. Because if that coach is making 10, 15K, 20K, then the expectations for that coach is through the roof. You don't even have to get to the $100,000 coach. If that coach is making fifteen dollars to $20,000 to coach, the expectations are through the roof, and you're not going to get much time to figure it out. They will be on you immediately. Guaranteed. It's a fine line coaches have to walk. And it is an unenviable line, but it's a line we happily walk. You know why? Because in the end, we get to work with young men and young women. We get to see them grow. We get to see them blossom. You know the, the greatest thing in the world to me is when I see a young man come in as a freshman and I have no expectations for what he's gonna do on the field. And by the time that young man leaves as a senior, he's one of the most valuable people on my team. There's nothing better than watching a young lady come in as a freshman and be awkward and unsure of themselves and leave as a senior and be strong and confident and one of the most valuable people on the team. That's what we coach for. But understand that comes with the cost. And sometimes we're gonna have to swallow their pride. We're gonna have to swallow our pride. I've had to learn it as I've become comfortable with who I am and what I wanna be as a coach. And every other coach has to learn it for themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated, and if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Till next time, peace. And thank you again to all our veterans.